welcome to the Taney Love Church Podcast. Our desire is to gather, train, and send those who are called to the kingdom. We hope this message inspires, uplifts, and equips you to fulfill the call that God has placed in your life. Thanks again. God bless. So the Lord has put confidence on my mind. There were two things that the Lord said for me to do, which is very interesting for me now. Mary Grace is very familiar and some of the people that have been here that have heard me preach before, but I've always sat in a seat, you know, and I would sit here just to make you guys feel comfortable in a teacher setting, but it's really interesting the Lord said to me, I want you to preach like this and I want you to make your body feel comfortable um which is really small it's Christ's body I'm just you know you're the body of Christ but it was just really interesting that the Lord wanted me to speak to you like this um so and also it's very important too that I speak to you out of love that is my heart um I do not want to speak out of things that are not love because it's not Christ so um, I know that Micah is such a wonderful fur baby, like the sweetest guy in the entire planet, and I aspire to be like him daily, um, be like Jesus, because he emanates Jesus. He does for sure. And so my heart is to do the same for y'all. I've been created differently. I am a teacher, and I will speak to you with all the love and kindness that I have in my heart. So, um, confidence was really on my mind. In fact, I was in Ohio last week with, um, Courtney and Chris Jacobs and, um, after service, um, I, you, some of, you know, I sing, I do, uh, you know, a lot of harmonies with the group, kind of look in my nice little safe zone, uh, not in a lead capacity, um, my husband is a lead singer. Oh. Jenna is a lead singer. Um, incredible, incredible gifts of God. Uh, but during uh, our worship set, because Mike and I sang for a worship set for the Jacobs, I was singing. And the Lord sometimes give me, gives me spontaneous prophetic worship. Um, there are things that come out through the Holy Spirit for the body of Christ, not for me to sound super good, but for, I, I want the body of Christ to be strengthened, to be encouraged. And that is why God has given me that gift. So, however, insecurity, something of the old man that Becky sometimes has carried, um, has caused me to be insecure about my voice. So I would keep the mic here. Can I hit the high notes? Dear God, I don't know. Can I hit the low keys? I don't know. So you would find me like this, and my husband for years has been saying, Mike, Mike, Mike. But after service, um, the beautiful Courtney Jacobs, who is such an encourager of the body of Christ, when you meet her, I mean, she's, she's amazing. Um, she gives hope to a lot uh, of people. 
she yelled at me. Um, and after service, she said, I am righteously angry with you. And I'm like, okay, what did I do now? You know, uh, <laughs> I try to stay under the radar. I feel like I'm safe, you know. She said, God has given you an ability for prophetic worship. Whether that means in lead or always being um, in harmony with somebody, I am to give that gift to the body of Christ. And she said, when you sang out, I did not realize what you had in you. Do you hear that? In you, not Becky, yeah. in me. And she said, with that gift, you need to learn confidence. You need to learn that Christ has given you that. And so what comes with that? People of faith, confession. What are you speaking over yourself? I know that I was not speaking the best things over myself. Oh, I'm going to sing again. And I hope I reach the notes. Hope as in not being in faith. Let's be honest. Um, or, oh, man, like, I got to lead. I can't. There's been many times that I said I can't. I can't is not a faith word or phrase. So let's just get that out of our vernacular, please. I can't. So um, she was ministering that to me and saying, you confess. And she was talking about how uncomfortable she used to be. And uh, she was with a huge church in Ohio. Um, I think a little over a thousand uh, people were in the service and she led worship. She was talking about the time that she was um, singing Oceans for the first time. Y'all know Oceans. I mean, come on. Um, and so she started uh, getting prepared for that. And she said she would just have stomach issues for four straight days getting prepared for that. Absolutely terrified out of her mind. And um, she would just get on stage like this. Well, that, I mean... You shouldn't be like that. I mean, goodness gracious, like you need to be confident all the time. If you don't know that God has given you the gift to sing, to preach, to um, teach, to do all of these things, then you're going to be insecure. But when you get a piece of what God says that you are, and you see that in the word of God, and the word of God says, you can do greater things. You know, uh, Christ in us, the hope of glory. He's got all the power-packed gifts, and all of that has been poured out in us. It's just us catching up. What do I need to speak that's the truth in this situation? Because the word of God is like a sword, right? It gets through all of those insecurities and she said she started speaking and uh, confessing the truth about her situation on the stage and she noticed that things were changing and once you start to confess not of yourself but Christ boasting in Christ the power goes with it and she was being strengthened and it was easier and easier and easier and the same thing goes for teaching and preaching. The first time I ever taught and preached at Homestead Worship Center, I was beyond frightened. And I think there was three people in there, you know, um, 
it, it was a huge feat. But then there was something that the Lord taught me and what I knew of my abilities is that his grace is sufficient. I just don't have what it takes, but Christ does. And so when I got in there, there was a sweet spot of being able to preach and teach in the confidence of Jesus Christ that I'm able to look at you and not be shaking in my boots and going, oh, it's not like typical speech class. It's not, you know, first year of college and you're speaking to your peers. I'm speaking to my peers right now, but there's something in me that's greater. And when I speak to you, the body of Christ gets encouraged and not of me not of me because it's not what Becky is because Becky is weak, but Christ is strong in me. So yeah, um, that's what the Lord has been speaking to me in a big, big way. And I've got a buttload of scriptures to go with it. So y'all get ready. Um, and then I will maybe read some of my notes. I, you know, this is me. I get like ridiculously prepared and the Lord just wants me to trust him. So I'm going to just do what he says and he'll fill my words. So the first scripture is Hebrews 3 verses 6 in the New Living Translation. And you guys can follow along. You know, confidence has been a huge thing and it's really um, awesome that the one time you feel confident in something else, something else rears its ugly head and you got to learn how to be confident in something else. You know, you start a new job. Do you need confidence in the Holy Spirit to do your job? Absolutely. Um, because you fail and flail otherwise. You don't have no living? Okay. So I can just read off that. It's fine. Um, so that's Hebrews 3, verses 6, New King James Version. That's one thing that I learned. I uh, went to teacher college, and they always said, go with the flow, because if step A doesn't work, well, you're going to have to do step B, right? Um, so, but Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. Now, See that confidence? Mm -hmm. yeah. Our job, if we hold fast the confidence, who Christ is, and hold on to that relational side, we are Christ's body, but we have to hold fast. And the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end, that doesn't look like um, confidence uh, for a small bit of our life. That looks like all the time confidence getting ourselves ready to learn confidence all the time. Who does God say that I am in this? Who does God say that I am in this? You know, over and over again, it will continually happen. And if you're staying in the same spot that you're at and have been for a long time, I would question what you're doing. Because what I have been doing, which may be the craziest thing, you know, Micah and I go on like a fast track of things the Lord has sent us in jobs that are the hardest jobs. But guess what? I had to learn confidence. I had to learn how to not be in fear, 
but be strengthened by the Holy Spirit at all times. Um, there are different avenues that the Lord wants you to be in. Um, there's a hope and a calling and an awesome future for all of you, but that takes confidence and that goes and that takes you in arenas in your life that you personally could never think possible. What I am doing right now is not possible. 17-year-old Beck, he would be like, not in your life. I'm going to hide in the back of a pew, and I'm not doing that. In fact, when God called me to ministry, I said, no way. I'm not doing it, Lord. Absolutely not. I remember crying in the bathroom for 45 minutes. Is it because I don't want to do the will of the Lord? No, that's not my heart. My heart is to always do the will of the Lord. But when I come across something that says, not easy, then I'm going to have to rely on him and get past the hurdles of life. So um, let's go to Hebrews 3.14. <clears throat> A couple scriptures down. I'm going to read NLT on my side, but it's amazing. Like when you're preaching, you get all dry, you know? Mm. Um, it says, for if we are faithful to the end, remember that faithful to the end? Trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. All that belongs to Christ. Is there another, is there 15 maybe that goes with that? No. Okay. That's NLT says, we will share in all that belongs to Christ, which is absolutely awesome. That means every capability, everything that God has put in our hearts, well, he's provided a way to do it. So, I mean, did you think seven years ago you'd be able to teach in a church? no way it's funny how god uses the people that think they can't well that's all he does right think about david think about abraham all of these prominent figures in the scriptures did not have what it took in the flesh but they have what it takes when god gets a hold of them which is super awesome so we should put on Christ daily. I'll read you some of my notes. I'll be nice to you and I won't look down here. We should put on Christ daily. What does that mean? It means spend time with him. Have a relationship with Jesus Christ at all times. In the morning, he's first on your mind, not your bank account. Talking to myself. Um, not the worries of you walking into a job that, you feel like could give you anxiety um there's a whole lot of putting on jesus it's very important and crucial in your life be so in the spirit that we are ready and we learn our place in christ get prepped ready to be a doer of the word with the holy spirit's leading that will line up with the word of god everything that the holy spirit says and does lines up with the word of God. 
First things first, Christ loved us and sent his son to die for us, to save us from ourselves, our failures, and our never-enoughs. Put your never-enoughs in his hand because he's going to just absolutely rock your world. That's what's super exciting, what he's doing in me and Micah's life right now. My never enoughs are becoming beautiful. And that comes with relationship and confidence. You cannot have confidence unless you know his words about you. Once you realize how much Jesus loves you, you know, you learned that. Uh, I mean, you always knew that Jesus loves you, but you can say that Jesus loves me, but not understand that Jesus loves you. And when you get it and you realize how valuable you are to the King of Kings, let me do it. Because God has provided a way because he loves you so much, right? You are just so valuable and you have to be confident in the power of the Holy Spirit because he always supplies He's a provider of your future. Um, let me see here. He sent his Holy Spirit as a promise of constant help. You're never alone. We rest and are obedient to Christ and his word. We do not work to get acceptance. We are loved. We are fully loved. And we are obedient. I'll save that one for later, Lord. Yeah, that was good. Okay. So we have everything given to us in Christ. God promised us Holy Spirit, and he gave us the gift of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is our constant help in time of need, our uh, confidence, our comforter, um, our go-between. Jesus is our go-between. He has given us all things. I'm trying to get that to you because I know I can tell you that you have everything that it takes to do the call of God in your life. You just have to realize what's inside of you. And a lot of people go, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, sure. You do, do you know what that means? Do you know that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you? When you said yes to Jesus, your capacity just jumped and went, whoa, you have everything, everything for your future. All Abraham needed was a word and feet and hands. Did he need brain power? No. God gives you wisdom. You Everything that you, you ask for wisdom from God and he gives it to you liberally. He has everything that you have for the future. All you have to do is go and do what he says. There's like a stopping point when it comes to uh, fear. Like, what are they going to think about me? Um, what... If I can't do it, what if I fail? Well, the confidence of Christ says you're not a failure. 
and he never leaves you or forsakes you. And if he says, yes, I'm going to call you to do this, then he always comes through and it's going to look really, really good. Really good. I mean, anything that Jesus ever did, did it ever look bad? It annoyed people. Uh, but he had everything to heal, to change lives, for people to um, really know their potential. And you have what that is inside of you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Um, we are so filled with his power and anointing. We are able to do, we are able to do all with his exceeding power. If you are tired and weary, he gives you rest. If you are overloaded, who is working in you? Is it God or you? His grace is sufficient. Confidence is in Christ, and it emanates into us, his children. Confidence comes from faith in God, comes from relationship. If God says this about me, well, then that's who I am. If God says this is my future, well, then that's my future. But if you don't know the voice of the Father, or if you don't know what he says is amazing and true and God never lies, well, then you're at a point that you cannot trust. And his word just falls to the ground. But when you are in love with Jesus, his words mean something. And they do something. Um, so God was uh, telling me something about foundation. You know, when we become a new creation in Christ, a lot of people are like, that's awesome. Let's do it. We are a new creation in Christ. Well, what does that mean? Well, the old man has a, a foundation. Okay. The old man is what I used to be, um, my insecurities, what my parents said of me, what my grandparents said of me, um, what I think that I'm capable of, and my old belief systems, okay? You don't realize how many belief systems are ingrained in you that you think are truth, but if you went to the word, they're not truth. So start unpacking the words that you think of yourself. Bring them to the throne of grace. Bring them to Jesus. Does this line up with the word of God? Does this line up with the word of God? Does this one, you know? And it will completely wreck you to go, oh my gosh, I've been believing a lie for so long. Okay, so um, if it is God that does work in us to rip the foundation of lies that used to be our old man. Who we once were is not who we are today. Why? Because we changed? No, because Christ lives in us. The hope of glory lives in us. You hear that? The hope, the hope, the hope of glory. Glory is emanating the kingdom of God. And we are no longer our old man. 
um, our new man has a new foundation that is connected with the Holy Spirit within us. When it says we are new creation in Christ, that means that that old foundation, that remnant has been wiped away. And so when we are trying to connect with who we used to be, it has nothing on us anymore. So when the devil goes, oh, this is who you are. Well, I don't have a foundation for that anymore. My foundation has been established by Christ. And his words are true. That's my foundation. The foundation is the word of God. God then builds the house that he has planned before we were, we were born. See, you have been born for a purpose. When you've come to earth and you popped out of your mom, okay, he called you to something specific. And something specific was not who you are in the flesh. The devil just comes and rips some things and, and lies and says, this is who you are and this is your future. And then when you're a teenager, you become a little dumb because your brain's not fully developed yet. Uh, but <laughs> you just get really skewed. Unless the word of God is in you, I've seen really godly teenagers, okay? I aspire, I hope to God my children will be like that. I speak to them and yell at them enough. Um, hopefully uh, they'll connect and go, no, this is Christ. This is Christ. Um, but he sees that perfect established house that we don't see. He sees our future. Okay. So God wants us to be completely dependent on, on him so our steps are truly ordered by him. See, steps are one by one by one by one by one. That's how God wants us to live by him. To live by faith meaning to live by his words. His words all the time. And uh, to be in a relationship with him is to not be connected with our flesh, but be so fully connected to the spirit and who he has called us to be, that new, that new body. I want to follow God's plans of step A, step B, step C. I don't want to move ahead or behind of his plan. Do not fear and trust him are two very large love demands he gives me. Do not fear and trust him. If you're having an issue listening to his voice, what other voices are compounding in you right now? If your confidence seems to be wavering, well, it's not God's fault. Something has been clouding you. And you can fight that with the word of God. And you have confidence and faith that the God that loves to talk to you will always talk to you and will never fail. Um, Galatians 2.20, that's, that's a bummer, we don't have NLT. Galatians 2.20, you could do uh, New King James Version just for the sake of putting it on there, but I'll, I'll read NLT to you. I'll read it slow. My old self has been crucified with Christ. 
It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God. Did you catch that? I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God. Trust comes from relationship. Confidence that you have heard him, that you believe what he says. If God says this is your future, this is your future relationship, this is where I want you to be and this is what I see for you, for you, then that's your future because God doesn't lie and he doesn't say, oh, never mind. You screwed up so much. Your future, never mind. His mercy is new every morning. Um, he loved me and gave himself for me. Okay. Uh, Hebrew te Hebrews 10, 23. Everything I have is NLT. I think I have one new King James version. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast, the, hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Mine in NLT, NLT says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. He can be trusted. And I'll just read this one, Jesse. Um, Hebrews 35. Uh, sorry, it's Hebrews 10, 35, and 36. Actually, 35 to 38. Man, I like lived in this here. Um, Do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised patience endurance is what you need now uh for in a little while the coming one will come and not delay and my righteous ones will live by faith and i will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away turning away is wavering so the question that i had is why are we not getting confidence and understanding who we are in christ There's a belief system in you that God will not do what he says. There's something that's mixed in you from the old man, from what your parents have said, from what your grandparents have said, uh, uh, or, or even like a friend. Not much of a friend. Whether you think he's late now, let's just give me like an example. Okay. I'll give you an example of myself. You're late for a bill. Okay. You know that God is your provider. God's your provider, right? Well, maybe God forgot. Maybe I did something. So the bill's late. Okay. Number one, what's your confession? What are you believing? What are you speaking out of your mouth? What's your faith on? The Lord started uh, working on us. Um, that God moves from faith to faith, right? 
Start getting your faith moving. Are all of your bills late? And by the end of the month, they're all paid, but they're still late. And you're not a, being a good example of prosperity for others. You're on your family plan for the bill. And you're three days late for your cell phone payment. And everybody sees. And you're like, in your heart, you know that that is not a good example. And you'd like to be better. Get your faith on one bill. That bill next month is going to be paid on time. Paid on time. Get your confession up. Once that bill is paid on time, because it will be, because God's perfect will for you is to have more than enough, to be faithful, and to take care of things properly. Believe it or not. Get your faith on that one bill. Next month, when it comes on time, you got faith for either two or three more or maybe the rest. He will give you an extra job to do. God will. God will provide a way. Whether God puts people in your path and gives you cash, he's done it to me many times. I could tell you that. You know, I have... I'm not going to speak that student loans that are paid in full. Okay. I know that God has provided a way to completely pay them off and I'm excited, but you know what, do you know what the Lord had spoke to me and Micah about it? That it was gone. Do you know the confidence that comes from that? When you hear the word of the Lord, that it's gone. You know it's a done deal. Now think about that. If you've got student loans, start getting your faith on that. Because believe it or not, y'all are in here for a reason. We know that we gather, train, and send here. So there must be some sort of ministry on your life. But do you want a monkey on your back when it comes to the natural things? Or do you want to be able to be free? You have to be able to learn how to be in faith and to have confidence in the God that says he is more than enough for you. He is, and he will always be. So that's been in our life. Uh, watch your faith jump when that bill gets paid on time. I already wrote that down. But this is crucial, guys, though. Because you all are in the ministry, regardless of what you're doing right now sitting, okay? Tithe. At least 10%. And I'm not saying here. That is not what I'm saying. Like, oh, this lady wants all my money. No. I want you to do what God says to do. Because that's where promise and fulfillment comes in. Okay? So I want you to tithe 10%. That means that first fruit. The minute you get a paycheck, you tithe. The minute you get a clothes, because I know that I'm constantly sewing uh, clothes now. I get clothes now and when I look at these items I don't go oh they're all mine I look at them and go what can I sew what's the best what's the first fruits first fruits are always the best it's not like the the end of the totem pole you know when you get a little grain and it's kind of brown you know you want the freshest to give to the king 
right? So first fruits, you tithe. And like Ben was saying, and I love that example of tithing, that God just completely annihilates that possibility of your crop being completely ruined. And then when you look at your, your crop is real good. Wow, it's so nourishing and it's ready for seed. That's when you start seeding. Okay, you have something in your house that you know your neighbor needs and God puts it in their heart, you sow. Start becoming an offering. Everything in your house, everything uh, financially that comes through, be an offering. If somebody needs something and you have it, take care of them. That's what I love about um, uh, Todd White's ministry is that he always has a money roll and he goes out and preaches the gospel. You know, a lot of people are, um, you know, money oriented, you know, people that are uh, not in here, of course, but people need money to survive. And when they see that somebody just paid their electric bill, how many know that your ears are going to be open to what they have to say? You know, please minister to me. You just paid my electric bill. You know, tell me more of what you, what your God can do. Because if your God pays your, your bills, I want that God, you know. So let, let's keep going. Um, so let's see. James 1, uh, verses 2 to 4. This is actually New King James Version. Pinch it out. Wow. Uh, James 1. Verses 2 through 4. Is this, are you guys understanding what's happening here for confidence? Okay. If not, you guys can raise your hands. It's an open forum. Okay, so uh, James 1, 2 to 4 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Okay. Now, I'm not thinking worst case scenario here. I'm talking about learning. This uh, various trials is learning ground what do i have to learn from this what do i need to get through this so i understand the confidence of christ okay because that's how faith sees it faith doesn't go i'm gonna go through this and this and this and then i'm gonna like my foot's gonna fall off faith sees the promise so how can i learn from this Okay, keep going. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Keep going. But let patience have its perfect work so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Nothing. See, confidence has patience just wrapped in there. Like it's, it's a godly synonym, right? It's the same. Patience is always wrapped up in confidence because the Holy Spirit is patient. He's kind. He's generous. Um, He's all the good things. Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He's all the things. That's a a good one. Various trials. Self-control. God will give you the ability to get through. 
right? Okay. Um, so what will keep you from the promise is wavering. Okay. Um, I'm going to read this to you. James 1 verses 6 to 8. But let him ask in faith. So you guys need to ask in faith. Well, faith hears what God says. Faith is a confident expectation. Faith is knowing that God is going to do what he says. Okay. But if you don't know that God is not going to do what he says, you're going to waver. Right. Uh, it says, but with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything. You hear that? Any promise, any future. People that are unstable confess the living H-E-double hockey sticks of things. They confess hell into their situation. Okay? They go, I... Maybe God will, maybe he won't. That just proves you don't really have a relationship with Christ because when you're in love with Christ, he's got all sufficiency. He's got everything that you need and he will take care of you. He loves you. And he's got all of that wrapped up in the Holy Spirit. Okay? He's going to do what he says. So what you're dealing with is you got to go back to basics. Get to know the Father again. Don't, don't wave. And know your word because believers know their word, right? They are opening their word and they're reading it. And they're reading it with the eyes of the Holy Spirit. Um, enemy, the enemy is unsure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's where the double-minded man comes in and unstable. The enemy will bring unsurety to everything. If unsurety is a word, he will always say, yeah, he's good luck. I don't think it's coming in yeah, your relationship. is going to fall apart. He does suck. Yes, he does. And there's an unsurety about who Christ has made that future to be. Because it's always good. Holy Spirit is a counselor and comforter and will not treat you like you're dumb. I like that. See, I like the Holy Spirit a lot because you beat yourself up a lot. In, in the beginning of learning who Christ is, Christ in me, the hope of glory, this awesome, awesome God that made me, formed me, created me for a better purpose, still makes baby steps with you and says, trust me. I hear that in my spirit all the time. I don't know if you guys are the same when you're like asking the Lord what to do. I need confidence in this Lord. And he says, trust me. Trust my purpose. Trust the seed. Trust it's coming in. And you don't waver. And when you hear that trust me, it's like, 
oh man it's it's like oh yes he said trust me that's me that means that something good's gonna happen and that's where the confidence is let me see if i can pass through here okay this is really cool um young's literal translation i'm i'll try to wrap up as soon as possible y'all got like a thousand notes you know um but hebrews 6 or uh, 4 16 says you can always have grace at the time of need that's confidence come confidently his righteousness has given us a seat romans 4 19 says in the young's literal translation now you guys know abraham is our father in the faith um, and Abraham did what God said. He said, leave your family behind. I want you to walk with me. Um, and I want to give you a huge future. I'm going to give you lots of kids. Um, you're going to be the father of many nations. Um, and you're just going to have all the babies. It's just going to be crazy. And you're going to be prospering. And he's going, okay, I'll leave my family. And I hear this voice of the Lord. I guess I'll go, you know kind of faith is that that's awesome Can you imagine that just going lord okay and nobody else is following the voice of the lord but he does that's awesome and that's our family line okay um and abraham this is uh, romans 4 19 and abraham not having been weak in the faith hear that not being weak in the faith he listens he knows the voice he did not consider his own body already become dead, being about 100 years old in the deadness of Sarah's womb. Okay, listen, this is the confidence. He didn't look at his body. He didn't look at it and say, this is impossible. He said, okay, God said it. Like, what was that? Was that like said it and forget it? Do you remember like that old? Okay, <laughs> anyway yeah it's, it's my it's in my head um he did not consider his own body even though it was impossible he didn't even look at his body if god said i'm gonna supply you kiddos he's gonna supply me kiddos if god's going to provide my way god's gonna provide the way right then he didn't even consider the deadness of sarah's womb eh, that's not a thing Literally, when I looked at this, I'm like, oh, it's totally Micah. Like, what the heck? Like, Abraham is my, <laughs> my Micah. Because so, he'll be like, so, who cares? God's going to do it. God's going to do it. And he doesn't look at the physicality of things. He looks at the spiritual connotation. He looks at, if God said it, forget it. In a good way, you know, right? Why did he consider not? The natural is not dependable ever okay the spiritual is the truth when god says this is truth that's when you get free that's when you get free abraham did not consider his insecurity okay he did not consider that he did not consider he had to be healed of old age to have a baby he did not consider his abilities to be the father of many nations. How in the heck am I going to do that? He, could, he did not consider the fear that would pull him away to kill his own son. 
He just went up to the mountain. God said, hey, I want you to kill your son. Gets up in the mountain. All right. Because God's going to provide a way. Because God said, I'm going to be the father of many nations. And God promised me Isaac. So I know that he's going to bring him back to life. That's pretty wild. But this is who you're supposed to be. Because Abraham did not have the Holy Spirit in him. You do. I do. And from that, we have so much power and anointing to do what God has called us to do and to have constant confidence in what God has called us for. Awesome. Abraham followed the plan of God and he knew God would provide and complete what he promised. So I'm going to read these pretty quick, quickly here because everybody needs a thousand scriptures when they think about now. Okay. Romans, oh, first of all, like y'all, Romans 8, homework. Get to know your Romans 8. It is the truth about us. And read it through the lens of confidence. Like, th this is me. I'm Romans 8. Okay. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. You're in a rough spot? Well, the Bible says everything's going to work together for the good that love God. That's the word of God. So that's the truth, right? And are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Not only has he given us confidence, he's given us a family. The coolest family. I mean, I love my family. I don't know about you, but I love you guys. You're pretty awesome. Even if you don't like me, I like you. So, And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. Oh, I missed it. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing for, with himself. You know what that means? How much authority that we have in Christ Jesus that's incredible. And having given them the right standing, he gave them his glory. We have his love. We have his family. We have his authority. We have his glory. What shall we say about these such wonder uh, what shall we say about such wonderful things as these if God is for us then who can be against us? Goodness gracious getting all pumped up of ephesians 3 14 to 21 says the creator of everything in heaven and on earth i pray that his glorious unlimited resources he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit then christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him man christ is home in you there is nothing. That's why various trials are easy because Christ is home in us. Right? May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us. To accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. You know, his ways are higher than our ways. 
Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. That is good news. Good news to be confident in Christ. That it's not depending on Becky. It's depending on Christ in me. I'm not depending on my kids being perfect and making the most perfect decisions because of me, but Christ. Right? You can really freak out about your kids. But the truth of the matter is, God is faithful. And when you show your kids how much Christ loves them, and, he, you know, he loves me, guys. He loves me. I don't know why, but he loves me. And he picked me to be this. And this gift he put inside of me was for his body. Can you see the future in your gift that Christ has put in you? It's awesome. I'll do one more scripture. 1 John 2.20, New King James Version. I'm glad Jesse's doing this, not me, because it's been like... <laughs> First <laughs> uh, John two twenty. Uh, do new New King James version. Okay, you have the anointed one, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. That's pretty wild, right? How many times do people like? I don't know. I don't have what it takes. That's. But but it says we know all things. Through this or this, it's this. When he brings up ideas, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so smart. That was not me. <laughs> He's so smart. I think it was Brother Keith that said one time, did you know that God is so much smarter than you? <laughs> Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Um, I have a whole lot of scriptures, but it's like constant. You know me. Um, there's a lot of good scriptures. Um, let me just throw them at you. I did lie. I'm sorry. I said that was the last one. Okay. The Bible says I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am not my own. It says I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and not Beneath, I am delivered from the power of darkness and translated into God's kingdom. I am called of God to be the voice of his praise. I am raised up with Christ and seated in heavenly places. I am God's workmanship created in Christ unto good works. It's pretty awesome. Jeremiah 29, 11 says you have a hope and a really good future. Your future is good and you are power packed with the power of the Holy Spirit. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tandy Love Church podcast. For more information, visit us online at www.tannylovechurch.com and also check us out on social media on Instagram and Facebook at Tandy Love Church.